Hi everyone, Stuart here. Just a quick apology for a slight dip in audio quality in this podcast. We were displaced from our preferred recording studio and had to work in somewhere with not the best acoustics. But we hope that you managed to enjoy it anyway. Thank you very much. We are continuing with our series on draft needs for each NFL team. So we're looking to spend about 20 minutes per division. So that's about five minutes per team. And today we're talking about the NFC East. So that is the Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, who we've already spoken at length about, but we'll go for it again. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Redskins. So let's start off with the Dallas Cowboys, who do not have a first round pick. So... What? <laughs> uh, in terms of what they're going to do in the draft, uh, they, have, they they traded away their first round pick for Amari Cooper from the Oakland Raiders, which many people laughed at originally, but very quickly warmed to as he seemed to make an instant impact on that Cowboys team. And uh, the Raiders were happy just to pick up another opportunity to draft the next big thing. In terms of needs for them, they're They've got a few. Safety, defensive tackle, tight end and wide receiver is what we've got down as. But if you're not picking until the 58th pick in the draft, what can you do to get a a talent there? Like, who's available? There's not going to be much, to be honest, but Dallas did what they needed to do in getting Cooper. I think that it was was Jerry Jones. he He may have overpaid. I don't know if he really did. And... When they were playing last year, they couldn't get Elliot free because mm-hmm. they were playing 10 in the box the whole game because no one could catch a pass on the outside. Yeah. So they bring in a wide receiver, they spread the game a bit more, and they start winning. And then, did they end up winning that division? Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. So it was a good move. To me, like, if they wanted to win last season, it was a good move. You take that consequence that you don't have a pick now, but you do have a first-round talent in Cooper on your team. Where do they go? They could go anywhere with the 58th pick. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, like... I think it depends on the best player available at that time. Oh, of course. But like, you, you could say that about any pick, really. But, um, but they, like, this one, I mean, they could really just say, even if it's, a, say, a cornerback, we'll take the best player. Um, of, of course, we did mention tight end there, but they're getting Jason Witten back, the former analyst <laughs> turned tight end. You know, I wonder how that's going to work out for them. I'd assume it's going to work out better than his uh, analytics career, which was, to say the least, dire. I'll maybe see if I can slip in a quick sound clip of uh, some of his best offs <laughs> in the course of this bit here. Uh, I'm giving myself some extra work. Kelsey's on the edge, protecting. But Ibukam was able to see that protect. San Francisco could not kick themselves in the foot like that. Big old knee brace on. Hitting the wrist, it doesn't matter. He pulls another rabbit out of his head. Definitely a better tight end than he is an Allen. And he'll be a big body for Dak to get the ball out too quickly. Um, I think with Dak's issues of fumbling the ball when he gets hit, mm. he's got a very similar like frame to like Cam Newton. Stand up, think he can take the hit, get pressure, get hit, lose the ball. Then your defense is on the ropes. I think with Van Der Esch, and a few of the other guys they have on defense, my focus would be on getting more talent on the defense. Mm. I think a lot of NFL teams are going this way. Let's build a really cheap, young defense, grow with them, 
And then as long as the offense can put twenty eight points up, we're gonna win. We'll probably win the game. Mm-hmm. And I think this is more likely to be the way they'll go. Where Cowboys fans would probably want them to be a bit more explosive. They're just not gonna have any real talent available to them to really make that. Like they could get a Paris Campbell. Mm-hmm. With That's potential. Yeah, uh, might even get someone like. Well, actually, when's that fifty eighth pick that they've got? Maybe someone like Calvin Harmon from NC State. Um, some people say that Andy Isabella might fall that far. Um, Doesn't look like it from, no. his, from the interest he's had. Is. He keeps getting hype because he is so fast. And I've been listening to other people's analysis on this, and the, the guys in PFF made a fantastic point on Andy Isabella, saying that he, he's not what people think he is. If you think you're going to stick him in the slot and he's going to be he's going to be a replacement for Cole Beasley or something in there, it's not really what he is. Like he's a great straight line speed guy, but if you're putting him across the middle, that's not really where he belongs. But you can think of a really simple solution for it. Uh, the analogy that the PFF guys used was that, uh, like in, in the old space race, there was all these millions and millions of dollars spent on designing a pen that's going to work in space, and then. The Russians ultimately came out and said, oh, we can use a pencil. And so people are overthinking how to use Andy Isabella, where you can just s- like stick him there on, an, on a five-yard out, and he's going to beat his guy. So as long as the ball's coming in accurately, you're going to make that play most of the time, unless there's someone covering that side. Stacks from it. Yes, that is the point. <laughs> do, so do you, um, I mean, I, be, be, because there's very little in the way of analysis we can do for Dallas's uh, like, top, like first end of the draft... What what should we say? Just say what do you think of Dak? Do you think that Dak is? I think Dak is great. The plays he made against Seattle mm-hmm. were amazing. At yes. the end of the game, he proved that he can take it. He just has to protect the ball better. Mm-hmm. It needs to get a few coaches in to really work with him. This is the issue that they have now is because you don't have that many contact trainings. Players mm-hmm. aren't getting hit as much in training, and they literally just need to do what you do in rugby, where you scrum for the ball and you learn how to keep the ball in your hands when you get tackled mm-hmm. um, so maybe get some All Blacks coaches in really hit Dak for the first few weeks of training camp mm-hmm. try and get that grip on the ball because if he doesn't drop it he can do a lot in this league but if he drops it two or three times a game in NFC East mm-hmm. division games then they're not going to win they're not going to win the Super Bowl but on what your point I think if you can get a speedy wide receiver Put him on the outside, spread the game a bit more. Mm. You've got Zeke Elliott, yeah, and Dak can run too, and then you've got Cooper to take your slot passes if needed. So. Yeah, do you wrap this one up real quick? But uh, I'll just throw out a real quick hypothetical. Behind Dak Prescott, your next quarterback is uh, Cooper Rush. What about if Will Greer is still available at the number ninety overall pick in round three? I really like Greer. I know you really like Greer. That's why I said Will Greer. I didn't see anyone um, else there. He does seem like a Jerry Jones type of player. Yes. But they've got to make that decision really quick because do they not need to either franchise tag or pay Dak mm. at the start of this year or at mm. least start those conversations so yeah. that this year doesn't become a waste because he's not thinking about 
the team he's thinking about. Himself. Well, if you could draft Will Greer and then you can give some competition, you can say, Dak, are you better than this guy? Uh, or do we go with Will? Uh, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see. Find out. Uh, or we won't because Will Greer won't be there or they'll do something <laughs> else. But if they do, come back and listen to this. I, I called it. I didn't call it. I just, it's a hypothetical. Anyway, moving on. And the next team that we have to talk about in the NFC East <laughs> is the New York Football Giants, who we spent far too much time talking about last week. But yeah. we're going to. How long on. have you got, Stuart? How long have we got? Oh, so, where do you think that they might need a, a player, Darren? <laughs> well, they need a quarterback, Stuart. Oh. <laughs> Never, <laughs> never. Like, they've, but they've got this great guy, this two Super Bowl winning quarterback who can uh, really sling it. Oh wait, sorry, it's, it's not it's, ten years ago. It's twenty nineteen. Yeah, no, two thousand nine. Some people were still trying to say that Eli Manning doesn't throw that bad a deep ball, but he doesn't just throw look, a deep just, ball. Exactly. Just, don't, just, just look at it. Just, that's not oh, there. in training, he's all right. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. Of course, we've got we've got the Giants there. They're picking number sixth in the first round. Most people have them going for Dwayne Haskins, but it's not a certainty by any means because no one really knows what the Arizona Cardinals are doing. No one knows where Kyler Murray is going. But we've already discussed that we don't think that Kyler Murray would be a good fit for that franchise. They have the 37th pick in round two and the 95th in round three from the Patriots to the Browns. Yeah, what's your what's your take on where they're going to be going first couple of rounds? What should they be doing? What should they be building on? Well, I think they have lost a generational talent of their own choosing in Odell Beckham. So I think that you need to go... They, with six, they just need to go with the best player available. And I don't think the quarterback's going to be the best player available. Oh. If it was me... I would I know where you're going. trade for Rosen <laughs> yeah. with my second round pick. Uh-huh. Pick up a defensive tackle or edge rusher or one of these generational defensive players that are available, like mm-hmm. your Montez Sweats and your yes. Garys. You might be mm-hmm. generationally athletic. You know what Rosen is. Mm. You know he's smart. He's, yeah, he's well, there. Well, he'll he's played games. He's and put, he's played, he's played he games on it. a terrible team as well. Yeah. So, well, this is a terrible team. Yeah. So therefore, he's, he's got experience. He's got previous. <laughs> uh, I, I do agree that going for Josh Rosen would be the better idea. I do rate him above Haskins, even though he had that terrible start to his career. Wasn't Josh Rosen's fault. He's a quarterback. He can still develop, I would think. Although a lot of people were saying that he hasn't really gotten better year on year. He's just kind of always been at, at, at the level he's at. But give him the right sort of coaching, and I do still think that he could be better than Haskins. In which case, if you're going for a different position other than quarterback with the sixth overall, is there any chance Nick Bosa slides? Or would you go for someone like Josh Allen? Those are hard ones. They are. Because (laughs) if the Jets trade their pick, Mm. then... there's every possibility that's going to happen. Haskins might go at three, and then there will be a Josh Allen available. Whereas if the Jets take their pick at three, I think they'll probably take either Williams or Allen there. Mm-hmm. So it, a lot of it depends on what's or Nick Bosa ha- because above them, yeah, yeah, because that, that 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 depends because we've already said that we think that San Francisco might take Quinn and Williams. So if that's the case, and and uh, Arizona have taken Kyra Murray, then that does leave Nick Bosa and Josh Allen are still around about that vicinity. 
And then there's the whole conundrum of what's going to happen with the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, I think uh, edge rusher is a, a big need for them right now, but there's so many big needs for the Giants. They're franchising the mess right now. This seems to be a bit of a trend now where teams are happy to, I've heard this term, organic tanking. People are saying that the Giants might be doing that. They're just kind of pressing the reset button, clearing out a lot of cap space, some dead weight from previous uh, coaching staffs, and the like, Dolphins doing that too. It does, but, you're, like, but of course you, you have to be careful with this because if, if you're seen to be tanking by the league, surely there's the, like there's elements of competition that are going on there that paints a really really bad picture. You can't have teams tanking, otherwise you get kicked out of the league. As I think. Discussions have been made about the Phoenix Suns in the NBA, I think it is. Or yeah, having them move to Seattle, yeah. yeah. There's an issue with saying that we're going to create cap space by just not signing talent. And that is not allowed in the NFL. No. So people have been saying, people smarter with this stuff than me, have been saying that teams like the Colts... Don't say there's anyone smarter than you. We are the... We're the best. Premier... We're so good at this. Yeah. <laughs> We've got all our insider information... But teams like the Colts, they have all this cap space. And but they shouldn't really have the cap space because the NFL would more... And this is what the Players Association would want as well, is they should be paying higher first-year deals now to create team-friendly back-end contracts. So you say you pick up Justin Houston, for example, with yes. the Colts with the space, so they pick him up for 16. With the cap space they have... People have been saying that they should be taking $15 million to Houston right now on the cap and then next year giving him $1 million. And next year they have more cap space to sign more players. They should be spending the money. Mm. So I think organic tanking for <laughs> cap space doesn't really work. So I think any team in the NFL can create space to sign a player if they really want them. Yeah. They just need to keep signing probably the best player in each position and putting it together. Yeah. There's so many ways they can go. Like there's you know, Greedy Williams, there's there's just so much talent yeah. for the Giants. And, uh, and they're, they're, yeah, definitely to cut you off there. We know like we 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 talk about them far too much because there's so much to talk about in New York right now. Cut it off. Uh the second round they'll they'll take a wide receiver because they've got to. They're they've got no one to throw the ball to. Okay, so moving on from New York Giants, we have the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, now no longer defending NFL champions. They had a really weird year last year. No one really quite knows what we're going to get from them this year. But they still look like a team that should be really strong. The needs that we've got down for them here are in a running back, where they haven't really addressed that for a while. Um, Since JGI is a free agent at the moment, could well end up going back. Wouldn't surprise me if he did. And they could also do with some help on the O-line as well. Just essentially protect your asset and Carson Wentz, who you're definitely all in on now, because Nick Foles is away to Jacksonville. Uh, so the Philadelphia Eagles have the uh, 25th overall pick, and then the 53rd that they got from the Ravens, as well as the 57th in the second. So in that sort of vicinity, where do you see them going? Do you think that Josh Jacobs will fall far enough for them to draft him. It definitely has the potential to. I don't know a lot about the running backs in this draft. No. I, what I've seen from Alabama, obviously the two Alabama 
running backs to the top rated running mm-hmm. backs in this draft. They they signed Adams, who was very good for Notre Dame mm-hmm. last year as a free agent, as an undrafted free agent. And he came in and made plays for them. They, they won games he played in. So you get generational running back talent and then you get that kind of idea that you can cookie cutter a player into a position. Yeah, it depends on how much value you give the running back's position I uh, think and pre- what you have there already. If, if you can make a big enough upgrade at the running back position that it helps your entire offense, go for it. If someone like Josh Jacobs is available, great. Otherwise, you might just wait a little bit further back in the draft because you may well still get a shot at some of the really good offensive tackles there. And then you might be able to take a shot at someone like Bryce Love uh, later on in the draft. Uh, Bryce Love, the running back out of Stanford, would be much higher rated on everyone's boards had he not suffered a season-ending injury in the last game of last season. Smart guy, though. He said that he's starting to be a doctor and he would just go for that if he doesn't get drafted, which... Is fair, but yeah, he's a, he's a big talent. He was previously talked up an awful lot. He was a first round projection last year, but he never came out. Yeah, he was a con- consensus first rounder last year. So, providing he can recover all right, he could be an asset for a team like Philadelphia. Philadelphia need to win now, though. So they mm-hmm. can, I don't think they can wait on a playmaker to recover from an injury. They need mm-hmm. to provide weapons for Wentz, but they also need to protect Wentz. So, I think if you can. If you say someone like Devin Singletree, who I've seen over like Eagles fan pages and that as a player they might go for, if you mm-hmm. know you can get him in later rounds, then they should be looking to firm up their offensive line yeah. and yeah, protection I, for Wentz. I, I agree. Offensive line should be your go-to for this in order to protect Wentz. Having a running back is great, but there's other ones out there who are already available. I don't know how much money GHI is asking for, but running backs in the NFL now, they're not demanding big money. They're just not getting it. Because of this whole dime a dozen theory on them. With the Eagles, you have so much choice. Like, is Sproles coming back or is he gone? Uh, I think he's long gone, yeah. So if he's gone, then you need a kind of player that can do a lot. Just a quick update on the Darren Sproles situation. He had previously announced his retirement, but apparently is now considering ensuring that and coming back next season. You could even look to the Raiders and go, cool, I hear you're having a fire sale we'll mm-hmm. give you a fourth round pick for Jalen Picard worth asking and you can get a player who is proven in the league over drafting a player who's not played mm-hmm. I just I don't, I don't see a Barkley I don't see a Le'Veon Bell like if if it turns out that someone like David Montgomery's got 1500 rushing yards next season then that's my fault but I, I just <laughs> I don't I don't see it like you're being very hard on yourself there saying that's your fault if David <laughs> Montgomery gets that. Uh, in which, uh, Unless, uh, David Montgomery, if you do have a fantastic season this year, then hit us up because uh, we, we called it for you. <laughs> well, the um, Eagles have... You know, Harry Rosen's good at his job. They'll pick carefully and they'll be in it next year. They just have to beat Dallas and yeah. defend against um, Amari Cooper a bit better. Yeah, I think Doug Peterson really has learned a lot from Andy Reid and the the whole trench warfare being important. So if, if someone is available to shore up that line, around about that time you could get the likes of Cody Ford maybe, Greg Little, Chris Lindstrom's a guard out of Boston College, he's been mentioned on a few pages. Yeah, they're not really short of options, even in that part of the draft. I think we spoke about it in the last podcast, but if your goal is to win the Super Bowl, they, they do need to make moves. But if their goal is to win their division... 
They're in a division with two you know, dumpster fires mm. and one strong team. So they need to do their absolute best to be able to compete against Dallas. And even that one strong team has still got a lot of question marks surrounding yeah. them. Moving on from Philadelphia, we have the Washington Redskins. And how you're going to analyse them based on their quarterback situation, which is... Awful, awful. Um, obviously, they traded for Alex Smith from the Kansas City Chiefs, gave him an awful lot of money. After a few weeks into the season, he's been, he's, he'd been Alex Smith, he'd been pretty average, and then the most horrendous leg injury rules him out for the rest of the season, more than likely the rest of this season, and even possibly for his entire career. They don't really have anything behind him at the moment, so quarterback is possibility for them. I don't know if they'd end up taking someone with their first pick at number 15 a quarterback because they do have other areas to address and you could probably still get someone like a Daniel Jones or maybe a Will Greer in the in the second or maybe in the third round. We have them down as looking for a wide receiver, defensive tackle, edge and quarterback throughout the course of their draft. It seems like there was a bit of debate in Washington because I know a lot of fans are, would be happy if this team, just out of bad luck, was to go you know 2-16 and 16 and get the first pick next year. Because they, they were building a strong enough team to compete in the NFCs, but without Smith, that all changes. Mm-hmm. Um, they trade for Keenum, but I know there was a lot of fans who just wanted Colt McCoy to get a go. Yeah. and actually get the chance to play 10 games and see see if this hero of Texas could actually stand up and play some games in the NFL. He's never really been given a long chance to... He's won games, he's done things, and fans really liked him. So, But they've gone with Keenum, they've gone and said, OK, well, we'll try and get six, seven wins this season. And I, I don't know if that's the right mentality to have with this team. Yeah, this this pick will say a lot about where they see their franchise going this season. If they pick a linebacker, cornerback, edge rusher with that 15th pick, then they're saying that we've got Collins, we've got Norman, we'll have a first-round talent. We'll work off of that and then we'll just hope that Keenum can be a good enough quarterback to steady the ship. Which I think he is. I think Case Keenum never really got a fair shake of it. He wasn't the sort of money that Denver were paying for him. There is Washington also, only paying about seven million. Yeah, somewhere. that's fine. That's 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 Case Keenum money. That's his level. That's where he should be. There's also talk about them going after Rosen. Alex Smith might never play again. If if they if they wait, then that's another year they're going to have to spend not developing a quarterback. So you can get Josh Rosen, sit him behind Case Keenum for a bit even just half the season, allow him to develop a little bit in that new system, you've got to trade from sooner rather than later. Though. This is where it's difficult for Washington, though, because if they go and they say, we need a quarterback at 15, mm-hmm. Arizona will hold all the cards. Yeah. So you can't they are not keeping them. that 15th pick mm. if they come calling at Arizona. Yeah. The Giants, Arizona might have a... Be like, okay, cool, well... Yeah, the sec- your second-round pick will be fine. That's okay. But if Washington come in and admit that they have a big problem, then I can't see them getting out of that room with that pick. Yeah. Well, we see uh, Kyler Murray and Dwayne Haskins being off the board by this point, but the likes of Drew Locke out of Missouri and Daniel Jones out of Duke are both being mentioned there. kind of makes sense. But if they don't go for quarterback, then what should they go for? 
They've let Jameson Crowder walk out the building, so they're looking a bit thinner at wide receiver now. Would they be one of these teams that might say that DK Metcalf can do it for them? Obviously, m- massive human being. Real quick. Well, sorry, speedy. Because he's fast in a straight line. But if you ask him to like run a hook route or something like that, then you're going to be waiting a long time. Your quarterback's going to get sacked. Would he be someone that they would go for? I think DK Metcalf will probably be off the board by then. I think someone's going to reach for him in the top 10. Yeah. To get that kind of generational talent. That's what we're talking about. People are looking at Gary and Metcalf and going, we can't pass up on these guys. These guys are ridiculously... And they've never been... Everyone thinks they're a good coach. Mm-hmm. So every coach looks at a Metcalf and says, oh, I can get him to move his feet a bit quicker. Yeah. Everyone looks at Gary and says, oh, I can get him to learn a couple more moves. I think Metcalf will be gone by then. With I the think, likes of uh, Jacksonville and Miami ahead of them, there's every chance that that could be the case. I think they'll be looking more towards um, either offence or an edge player if they can get like a maybe a Farrell or a, even Polite if he's if they rate him highly enough. They, mm-hmm. I think they need to get talent on defence because that's where they're loaded and they just need to build up that make side that, of the game. Make that enough of a strength that your offence can be mediocre. Yeah. I still think that Washington need help on offence like yeah. now. So um, It would be a shame for Keenum if they did that because every team Keenum's played for in the past five years. Never the Vikings has had a really good defence and a terrible offence. Yeah, that's kind of how it works for them. With that, that'll wrap up the NFC East for us. Tune in next time for another one of our NFC divisions. Or, you know, well, it depends on what order you listen to these in. You could well come in at one of the AFC ones. You might not be interested in the others. In which case, why are you doing that? Listen to all of our content, moron. Right, we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. (laughs)